Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com, to another blog and to another podcast. Today we continue in our study of the book of Romans. We're in chapter 4, verses 13 through 15, which reads, It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend upon the law are heirs, Faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath. And where there is no law, there is no transgression. That's Romans chapter 4, verses 13 through 15. Today we continue our study of Romans chapter 4, where the Apostle Paul has established the fact that all of mankind is sinful and therefore separated from God. As a result, man's attempt to get life on this earth right doesn't work and will not work. This is why in Romans chapters 4 and 5, the apostle is showing us how to enter into a personal relationship with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. It is by faith in the faithfulness of the God of the Bible that the righteousness of God is accessed by the believer in Jesus Christ. In verse 13 of today's passage, we read, It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness it comes by faith. The promise that Abraham received from God that he would be the heir of the world is a reference to the Abrahamic covenant, which was first given to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. God repeated the Abrahamic covenant to Abraham and built upon it in Genesis chapters 15, 18, and 22. In that promise, God promised Abraham physical and spiritual descendants likened to the sands of the sea and like the stars of the heavens. Through the Abrahamic covenant, God promised to Abraham that he would be the heir of the world and that the blessing of salvation would be available to all the peoples of the world. This salvation would come through the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. In John chapter 8 and verse 56, the Lord Jesus said, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. And then in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 16, we read, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. A careful study of that passage there in Galatians chapter 3 reveals that the seed of Abraham is none other than the Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. In verses 14 and 15 of today's passage, we read, For if those who depend on the law are heirs, faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath. And where there is no law, there is no transgression. Many years after Abraham was on this earth, God gave to the people of Israel his law, the law of Moses. From the very beginning, God intended that the law would direct those of faith to his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Jews 
had gotten to a place where they believed that they could earn God's favor through their adherence to the law. But if anyone could ever earn rightness before God through our adherence to the law, we would be able to access the inheritance of the promise through the law. But that's impossible. Our sinful condition makes it impossible for us to access the promise of rightness before God through our obedience to the law. The law of Moses has never been able to save anyone because due to original sin, all the law can do is to incite the wrath of God against us. All the law does for anyone is to show us how bad we truly are. So since we could not adhere to the law, we stood condemned by the law, which made us the recipients of God's wrath. So, instead of depending upon the law to define us, God introduced us to his grace through his only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That last sentence in verse 15 of today's text has caused much confusion among many down through the years. The Apostle Paul was simply saying that through the law we know the definitions of God on any topic, and as a result we can know when we are at fault in our thoughts and or actions. And of course, if there were no law, we would not know where we were wrong. This is what the Apostle meant when he wrote, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. He was not saying that there was no sin. He was saying that the absence of the law would have excused man of his sin. But, of course, this is not the case. In Galatians chapter 3, and verse 24, we read, The law was used to lead us to Christ. It was our teacher. And so, we were made right with God by putting our trust in Christ. The whole book of Galatians reminds us again and again that the law cannot make us righteous before God. However, the law does one very important thing. In fact, it does several important things. After showing to us our utter helplessness to be made right before God, the law leads us to Christ. We recognize right and wrong because of the law. We recognize our failures, imperfections, sins, transgressions, and weaknesses because of the law. In addition, we recognize our need for a Savior because of the law. And most importantly, we recognize the Lord Jesus as our Savior through the law. But if the law has not done its crushing work upon us before the holy God of the Bible, we will lack the much-needed preparation to be enabled to see the Lord Jesus as our Savior. You see, the law has to show us our inability. It has to crush us spiritually before we cry out to the God of all mercy. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helpful to you and your walk with the Lord. 
If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.